Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, may my right hand be crippled. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember and do not give Jerusalem priority over whatever gives me the most joy. Psalm 137, 5 through 6. I remember the first time that I realized what a small community Jasper County was. Shortly after I had moved here with my family 10 years ago, we were invited by a couple cousins to a family event that was held in the fellowship hall of a country church. After the meal, everyone was hanging out and talking. One of our little kids wandered off and I went to go find her. As I was walking through the rooms in the basement of the church, I stumbled on a quilt hanging on the wall. It had been sewn by the ladies of the church years ago, and it had the names of all the members of the church grouped by families. I'm always interested in history, so I stopped to start reading some of the names. As I saw the same dozen surnames repeated over and over again, it dawned on me. By having the last name of Brocious, I was bringing an entirely new genetic variation of human to this location. Not one other person other than my wife and kids shared my last name in this county. Not many other residents of Jasper County can say that. And it's been really fun over the last decade. I'll introduce myself to someone as soon as I say the words, my name is Jonathan Brocious and I'm from Newton. I see a look of confusion flash across their eyes. Brocious, I don't know that name. They reply, I know what they're thinking. <laughs> this is what's going on in their head. I don't know the name Brocious. I can't figure out if I know him or any of his relatives. He looks like he should be about the same age as me, but I don't remember going to school with him. I don't remember which side of the county he lives on. I don't know if he's a farmer or if he lives in the city. I don't know any stories about this guy. Sometimes I just let the confusion sit for a while. Smoke starts pouring out of their ears and then slowly you see fear kind of creep in. Are we being invaded by space aliens? I'm over-exaggerating, of course, but it's true. People don't know what to do with a brand new last name. Once I explain that I'm an import and I married a girl with a last name that they all know, their minds are set at ease. Now they know how I fit in and where I plug into the community. But something interesting has happened over the last 10 years that I've lived here. People have gotten used to me and I've gotten used to them. They now know the last name Brocious. I don't get those looks anymore. I don't think they talk funny anymore. I now drive a pickup truck. I've started to fit in. Psalm 137 is sad and mournful. It was written after the Israelites had been invaded and taken over by Babylon. Since they kept falling away from God's ways, God eventually had Babylon come in and just wipe them out. They destroyed the cities and took most of the people back to Babylon. It began a period known to Bible scholars as exile. This is a song of mourning, wishing that they were back in Jerusalem. It's a song of anger toward Babylon, wishing that Babylon would be destroyed. The author says that he's weeping. But one section stood out to me. In verses 5 and 6, the author says that he wants to always remember Jerusalem. He says that if he forgets Jerusalem, he wants his hands and his mouth to be useless. This sounds so strange to our 2023 ears. Why would he be so anxious over remembering a city? But we have to remember what that city represents. Jerusalem was the location of the temple. It was the place to go when you wanted to meet with God and learn his ways. It was a symbol of how God worked together with man. In essence, the author is making these extreme vows in order to make sure that he remembers his identity as one of God's people. He doesn't want to get swept away into the culture of Babylon. He doesn't want to get caught in the rush of life in the new location and forget that the most important thing about himself is that he belongs to God. 
This has direct application to our lives. We too live in exile, not in a national or racial sense. I'm an American and I still live in America. But spiritually, I now belong to another world. This world is broken and evil and has denied God as its king. I belong to a land where God is acknowledged as the ruler. I belong to a people that is devoted to his service. I belong to a city where God lives. I belong to a spiritual Jerusalem. And it's key to remember that. Too often I see people swept away by this world. They get caught up into the worries and stresses of life and we forget Jerusalem. We forget who we really are. Let's pray. God, renew my love for Jerusalem. Remind me where I belong and who I belong to. I pray that I wouldn't lose this essential part of my identity. I want to give Jerusalem priority over everything else that's going on. If you want more information on this exile topic, make sure you check out the Bible Project video. You can find it over at BibleProject.com, and it's called Exile. And then also, if you're really just a glutton for punishment and want more information, I actually preached a sermon on the topic of exile last year. You can find that at NewHopeChurch.cc. But a couple questions for you as we close today. Would you say that you're living as an exile now, or have you adapted to the culture around you? And how can you actively, quote-unquote, remember Jerusalem? How can you remember your culture and your spiritual identity? What does that process look like for you? Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time as we pray together.